Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh Welcome back to my podcast guys um, If you're new here, welcome to my podcast Please remember to listen to my other episodes I'm sure you're gonna love them If you're a returner, thank you for tuning back in I have missed you, I feel like it's been a while Anyway, everyone, please don't forget to share this podcast with your family and friends I'm sure there's somebody in your contact list or on your timeline that wants to listen to me. Thank you so much for tuning back in and let's get into this. So this is the second episode of my Ramadan series and I'm actually really excited for this one. Well, I'm excited for all of them, but I'm excited for this one. I hope your Ramadan is going as great as mine and you're sticking to all the goals that we set earlier together. May Allah continue to make it easy for you. Uh, the topic for today's episode is the menstruating woman in the month of Ramadan. And my focus will mostly be on the stigmatization or as Twitter calls it, hashtag period shaming. And then I'm just going to move on into some of the things that a woman can do during her period to maintain her spirituality, even though she's not fasting. So just to put things in perspective for whoever's listening right now and they're like, oh, y'all keep dragging everything and no one ever bothers women who aren't fasting. I'm going to start off with the story a friend of mine recently shared with me about how her male relatives, that's her uncles or like cousins or, you know, her male relatives going as far as, you know, forcing her to eat in the bathroom during her menstrual cycle in the month of Ramadan. And, oh my God, that is nothing short of ridiculous and absurd. Like, I I, I simply can't even begin to wrap my head around it. Like, it's wild. Oh my God. Islam does not condone this. Like, the religion has given women the right to eat and drink without any of this, any of these limitations. So, asking a woman, a Muslim woman, not to eat to her heart's pleasing, be just just to not inconvenience you, is like borderline on Islamic. Like, come on, you know, it's like telling your non-Muslim coworker coworker not to eat because you don't want to see the food because you cannot control yourself. You see how does that how that does not make sense? That's like an entitlement you're not even entitled to. Like we we can't continue to hold Muslim women responsible for a Muslim man. Like if a woman decides to eat in hiding She's doing it out of courtesy and she does not owe you that at all. Like she's just simply being courteous. And I think that as a man or as anybody else who's not fasting, you should appreciate that and not even like try to force her to go into hiding. Like you go into hiding since you're that upset about somebody else eating. Like we live in the secular world. You can't have a problem with your fellow Muslim sister 
eating in the month of Ramadan. Like, as a woman going through her period, it's a really tough time, you know, having to deal with cramps. And I have to deal with all of the hormonal changes in my body. And then the woman also has to deal with you throwing tantrums because you cannot control yourself. It's just crazy. Like, um, before the time of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, there was stigmatization of women in their period. And he abolished it. Like, the Islam has liberated Muslim women and some men keep acting like we're living in the times before the Prophet. And it's just, it's really heartbreaking. So, like, I really hope that this podcast gets to somebody who might have been doing this and they decide to reevaluate their actions and you know cut it out there's no reason for that i pray allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to guide us in the straight path to be honest because who this is wild anywho to my beautiful and wonderful sisters who are not able to fast and really, honestly, to anyone at all who can fast in the month of Ramadan, uh, it may be for the whole month or just for a period due to, you know, illness or, you know, any uh, other valid reason as prescribed by the religion. I would like to humbly remind you that while fasting is a major part of Ramadan, Ramadan is bigger than staying away from just food. You know, it's like this is a month out of 12 months of the year that you're able to, you know, redefine your relationship with Allah for the best. So while you're able to eat and drink, there are some things that there are so many things you can do to gain reward. Like you can you can continue to read your Quran and your phones some scholars have okayed using the kitab, the Quran itself, while you're on your period, and some have not. So in my opinion, I I think it's the safest to just use your phones. But depending on who you, what school of thought you subscribe to, you know, you can still continue to read your Quran. It's a huge part of worship. The fact that you're not fasting doesn't mean you can't do other things like... Quran, reading the Quran helps in boosting your spirituality, you know, not just simply reading, reading and understanding, you know, focusing and fixing your tajweed, you know, there's so much that we can do. Uh, You can also like continue if you have been doing it already or like increase your askar. Like Alice one of says, if you remember me, I'll remember you. And one of the many ways to engage in the remembrance of Allah is doing a lot of zikr. So if this is something you don't do already, I challenge you to venture into it. Because, you know, when you have the time to, you know, do your zikr, it brings you closer to Allah SWT. And it's like you're praising Allah, you're asking Him for forgiveness. You know, there's so much that goes into zikr. And I think that anybody out there who's not able to fast and has the time on their hands should you know venture into it you can also do like listen to islamic lectures on youtube there's an 
endless list oh my god like there are so many beautiful lectures on the internet like uh, there's I'm at a loss of words like there's so many things you can learn on the internet like there's so many wonderful lectures on YouTube or Apple Podcasts Spotify that you can learn you know it creates an avenue to learn something new about the religion there's a widely spread hadith that says to seek knowledge even if you have to go as far as China I mean I've recently learned that the hadith is is weak but you know it's still used because it's simple it, it amplifies the concept of knowledge seeking you know so yeah seek knowledge learn about your religion no that's that's how you fall in love with your religion when you learn about it and you seek knowledge on your own rather than you know picking picking on uh uh random people's opinions on you know social media because while it may be great sometimes it might also be misleading uh another way for you to keep up your spirituality in the month of ramadan if you can't fast is you know you can look for ways to help the people around you who are fasting to earn rewards from that like that's like a really smart thing to do i think um you can consider um volunteering to sponsor suhoor or iftar you know you can decide okay you know if you guys want to have pizza for iftar i guess i'm gonna order pizza for you guys so maybe there's this there's this food joint that um the people in your house have been craving for a while you know you can decide to order for them you know just to make them smile be happy and you know you're also feeding them yeah you can also help with like really little trivial situations like you know helping the little kid like your little brother or sister with like their homework situation you just you know ask Allah to reward you um well fix your intention basically you know Allah's gonna reward you for that you know I could keep going on about the many ways you can you can earn rewards even if you're not fasting in the month of Ramadan but the point I really want to make is that we should remember and be very conscious of the fact that even if we're not fasting we're still observing Ramadan and this is not the time to get lazy and I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to make us better Muslims. Anywho, um so as to not keep this so as to not keep this really long, I just wanna let you know guys know that I would really love to hear what struggles you face as a Muslim woman in her period in the month of Ramadan and what else what are some of the ways you plan on trying to fix them. Or you can even decide to ask questions on my comment section on Instagram at Amira's Thoughts or on Facebook at Amira Abubakar. You can just leave your comments in the comment section. Or you can even message me because I understand that this, this situation can be sensitive to some people and there are women who are not yet at the point where they can talk about this openly. Also, while we're on the topic of menstruation, I would like to show my support to the hashtag Don't Tax My Period campaign currently going on in Ghana. 
there are some really amazing people doing some great work and trying to lift the luxury tax on sanitary pads because well you know periods are not periods are not a luxury so i'd really like to show my support to that um i also urge you guys to follow the campaign and you know show your support in any way that you can especially if you're listening from ghana anyway until my next podcast stay safe continue to have a great ramadan and i'll check back in very soon bye